Oh, Stimpy. He's so funny. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, hello. Welcome to episode 137 of the Unusual Suspects podcast. Uh, it's very, very windy here today. And, uh, well, it was probably a month ago when you're listening to this. And uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe maybe lost your house. Unfortunately, Whoa. if you did, maybe maybe your, your bicycle blew away. Maybe your dog blew away. Maybe everything. Yeah, we didn't go out for a walk today. It's too windy. She'd blow away. I enjoyed it. Driving in my car at 40 miles an hour on the motorway, watching everyone struggle. It was great fun. My name is Dan, and everyone <laughs> hates me. I'm joined by Penny. Hi, I'm Penny, and I'm the favourite. Yes, and Andy. Hello, I'm also here. Yep. You were present. <laughs> present. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here and accounted for. I'm here in body, spirit. I guess. Yeah, I was going to say spirit, but that's not right. No. When are you ever not here, Andy? Was there, has there been ever times in your life when you've never been here, but you have been here, but really mentally you have not been here? That one time he was so drunk he can't remember the rest of the episode. Yeah, into oh, that yeah. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, probably most episodes, I block them out the second I leave the office. So. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. you both go, what? Because you weren't listening. So. Mm. <laughs> we try our best. Yeah, we're just having fun. It's nice. After 137 episodes, there comes a point where you're just like, I might have an off day or an off week. Yeah, we all do it. Once a month. But either way, we, we try to keep it professional. We're just so far, we haven't all done it at once, so it's fine. Mm. Is everyone excited about nectar points? More oh, sorry, what? Nectar points? Yeah, what? Yeah. Have you seen what Sainsbury's have done? No. no, I'm not fancy enough for Sainsbury's. Too expensive. They're doing the Tesco club card thing where uh, you'll get cheaper prices if you have a Nectar card. Hey, you can get 24 Cokes zeros for £5. Pretty damn good uh, on your, on your uh, Nectar card there. That is pretty. Plus the, plus the points. Plus the Nectar points. But the that's, points the, that's the get you. The points used to be good for collecting for other things, right? So you used to be able to get loads of stuff with Nectar points. But I don't know how redeemable they are now. No, I won't know no, all on shit. You know how much I love to spend at Sainsbury's, Andy? You met me there. I mean, that is the best Sainsbury's I've ever been to, to be fair. It's fucking it's, fantastic. It's pretty, it's pretty oh, fantastic so Sainsbury's. It's, it's got an Argos there. It's got an escalator. Like it's, it's, Oh, you got a fancy Sainsbury's. It's the bougiest Sainsbury's mm. I've yeah. ever been to. Underground car park. Fucking mm. excellent. Wow. Mm. With the fucking the rain there. With the lights in the ceiling that tell you if the space mm. is free. Wow, Man. that is oh, fucking fancy. We don't have any it's of those great. in any car park. Anyway, Next time you're yeah. down, Penn, huh. we'll go we'll for go a little Sainsbury's. road trip to the big Sainsbury's. <laughs> Sainsbury's and Popeye's, right? <laughs> I mean, they're in other directions, but sure. Why oh. not? We'll make a I day of it. <laughs> Can't wait. Penny, you told me you had a small thing. What's your small thing? I do have a small thing. You also said Andy was going to go first and then me. So okay, I've that sli- fucked no, it up already. Fine. Wasn't no, paying fine. attention. <laughs> yep, it's fine. I'm ready if you want to... You fight over it. I don't care who wins. Addy, you go. We'll stick with the original plan. <laughs> Fine. All right. So this week, <laughs> it's, it's it's been the Easter bank holiday, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, you know, a oh, four-day weekend. It's going to be fantastic. We'll get up to loads of stuff as a family, you know, the three of us. Just watch Bluey. And we'll just hang out. 
except one person, and I won't tell you who they were, but they were very selfish. They worked four days out of four. I say selfish. I don't. Uh, I don't think it was Milo. I don't mean that. She was, she made a mistake, uh, which meant I had the boy all weekend. So I well, I didn't really get up to much. We watched a selection of Pixar films, including <laughs> Cars Three. Mm-hmm. A classic, Lightning McQueen, he's at the end of his uh, racing career and he, he tries to uh, revitalise himself with new technology, simulators and all sorts of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just another Cars film, way better than the second one. It sort of retreads the first one and then it turns into like a mentor and mentee sort of film. Very fun, very hmm. wholesome. How many did they make in total? Was it like four? Three. Or was it just three? Three. Just three. Okay. He. Mm, so I mean, I'll give you a spoiler. Wasn't there planes? There was yeah. planes. There was at least <laughs> two of those. The first planes was okay. I think it had Dane Cook as the lead plane. Hmm. <laughs> what a <laughs> highlight for his career! His yeah. <laughs> what a highlight for Dane Cook's career. He's revitalised that he career of his. I thought he, he was, but who knows? He, uh, speaking oh. of people that are cancelled, fucking old Vampire McGee is in. Uh, Cars 3 Army oh, Hammer okay. oh yeah he's definitely cancelled yeah he's in he's in Cars 3 he's the um, top of the range like uh, full of tech Sainsbury's aerodynamic. of Cars yeah he's the he's the Sainsbury's <laughs> an old old lightning he's the Summerfield because he's old and decrepit Summerfield and what year Summerfield? is it Summerfield they don't exist yeah exactly neither does lightning's racing career oh very good we also watched Wreck-It Ralph uh, classic love record. the first one very good very fun lots of in jokes uh, video game references do you know what that movie is called in my house what some old lady that we know couldn't remember the name of the film um, so now in the Bennett house it's called smash it Ron because that's what she thought it was called smash it Ron <laughs> when you say some old lady it wasn't my mum referring to Helen Bennett are you no because she's not old a different old mm. lady that we know does everyone in the Bennett house call it Smash It Ron apart from you and you call it Smash It Enron? <laughs> no, but I will. No, I was going to say I will now, but no one in my family will get it, so never mind. <laughs> Why? Because you haven't talked to them about Not Enron. really. I think my dad... Are my you fucking... Dad it I, comes up like every month. My How dad and I talk- probably had, because he had, he had some money in Enron or something. So we've probably maybe talked about it. Maybe that's why you're so fascinated yeah. by it. Maybe. And I, my mum probably knew when yeah. I went to the musical. But yeah, no, we don't, I don't talk about Enron with them. <laughs> so would you, would, is, is your interest just purely based on your shares and your stocks yeah. that you have in Enron? Yeah. Well, not anymore because they, they went bust. They but I imagine well, that's, that's why she was interested. I didn't she was have sold any. on the idea of nothing. Yeah. I'm, you know sold I'm sold on the money. idea of being able to sell something you can't see and just making it up. Yeah, I know how that feels. But NFTs. Mm. No, but that's still a thing. Well, you can see an NFT, like, you can't couldn't you? see gas, yeah. So mm. unless you shut your eyes, then you can't see them. True, mm, that is a problem sometimes. So, Racket Ralph, you know, real fun, <laughs> wholesome, lots of video game references. I tried to explain them all to Milo. He he really didn't give a shit. And I guess that's probably about it. It's like nothing exciting. Okay, nothing exciting. So you know, I apologise. I've I brought nothing to the team this week. That's all right. I've just realised right. I watched something else. So, oh, that's good. You can fill for time then. So I have, I have two small things, not all the small things, just two. I watched because last week went so well. I accidentally watched another thinky horror movie. 
Oh, she's all on board. Here we go. (laughs) Nope. I told you. I had a movie on my list which was highly recommended by Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left called My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To. And it was a thinky horror movie starring Patrick Fugit, who's the kid in Almost Famous, Ingrid Sophie and Owen Campbell and some other pieces. Pieces? People. And it was about a family of three, a brother and sister, who have to look after their sickly younger brother. And we have, he's, he's very sick and, and he needs to drink blood. So it's kind of a thinky horror about, you know, if you had a family member that had to drink mm. blood, how would you get it? So a vampire. Yeah, pretty much. I don't really, I don't, <laughs> they never say the word vampire. He's literally just right. sick. And they feed him okay. blood and he can't go outside. But it's just very... It's got a six on IMDb. Right. But it was just like more than like a horror. It was just like a little snapshot into, you know, this is how they live. They're not very happy about it. This is some of the things that happen. This is not a sustainable life. The end. So that was fine. You know... Yeah, it wasn't. I'm sorry. I told you it was a small thing. Did you have you ever seen um, Let the Right One In, Dan? Yes, we talked. Why about are you asking Dan? Why are you not asking know. me? Because he likes. Have you seen that classic Swedish horror film? Are we talking have about the original it? one or the yeah. remake? Have you seen either of them? No, I've seen neither. But I've, I've... <laughs> exactly <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> don't you know? Don't exclude me. No, we just already assume that you wouldn't. You, well, you, such you a... assumed correctly. We can't but... all watch horror movies. I know it'd be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'll continue with uh, shit Disney films. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how Let the Right One In is like a, a little vampire love story and it's more about the relationship rather than the fact that he's a vampire. This yeah. is mm. this is a similar thing. Was, okay. So it was fine. Didn't didn't mean to watch a thinky horror movie. But yeah, it's got a six on IMDb. So it wasn't bad. It was just one of those films, in my opinion, doesn't really go anywhere and not a lot happens. But it's, yeah, it's one of those kind of snapshot into life kind of things. And then I also started watching Netflix's new thing that everybody is talking about. Beef. You heard of beef? (laughs) Dan loves beef. He does love beef. beef. And you love petty as much as I do. Uh, So I think you would enjoy it as well, Andy. Two people let a road rage incident borrow into their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action starring Ali Wong and Stephen Yun from The Walking Dead and I've only watched a couple of episodes but yeah two these guys get into a road ride accident it's not an accident I suppose is it but they get into some they get into some serious road rage and now they have beef Hmm. petty petty beef with each Hmm. other and so far it's very fun I don't know where it's going abattoir maybe (laughs) Not that kind of beef. But yeah, everyone seems to be talking about it. But in a, it's one of the things I do like about Netflix and binge watching is that when everything's out at once, you get less spoilers because everyone is slightly more aware that you, don't, you don't know where everybody is at. Whereas mm. with like Ted Lasso, not that I've seen any spoilers, but you know, if it comes out every week, people just talk about it, assuming that you've watched it that week. So yeah. Yeah. So we'd recommend that. Yeah, I have, I'm have. i two episodes in. I think it's 10 episodes. I have no idea where it's going, but it's fun so far. And Drag Race is almost finished. Got one episode left. I will tell you the results because I know you're all desperately 
hanging onto the edge of your seats for that. I got nothing else. What's some of the highlighted names this year? I think we asked this the other week and she couldn't think of any. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'll ask again. They had twins that were called Sugar and Spice that were the most annoying TikTok drag queens ever. Anitra, Team Anitra, she should win. She's the best one. I don't think they had any punny ones this year. Not particularly. Oh, that's a shame. I don't want to say that the self-expression aspect of it is not important, but surely the most important thing about Drag Race is the names. Uh, Lucy LaDuca and Selena S. Titties. Selena's fun. <laughs> Selena S. Titties is fun. That's a great one. That's Selena S. Titties. Selena, Selena. S. Titties. Because she's... Um, like uh, Spanish, or what's the word? What's the word for? So I'm gonna get No, just like when you're. I don't know. She's not. I don't want to say she's Spanish because she might be from like Mexico or somewhere. But I can't think of the word that. Latina. Latina. What thank kind you. of Latino are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was one called Marsha, Marsha, Marsha after the Brady Bunch. But yeah. Is that first name, middle name, surname? Yep. She's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's quite good. Quite good. Um. But yeah, they're not they're not particularly not particularly punny this year. Oh, that's a shame. So guys, I uh, I did something I haven't done in a while. You cut your hair. You did cut oh, your hair. Okay. Well, that, yeah, I know I haven't done that in a while. Any, I, anything else? Do I win? What? You, there's no <laughs> fucking competition. What the fuck? You bought yourself a nice little lamp. Yeah, no, I, I know. What is that? Lamp. What is it? It looks like a weird. <sighs> Olympic trophy, but not or like a claw. Yeah, hand. or like Incan. Yeah, that's it. I won. It's what I won in the Beijing Olympics. No, I'm not it? getting into it. What is it's it? It's just a head light. It's a head that lights up. Oh, and it's, and it's from hair, like yours. Maybe from a video game. <laughs> what's okay? So what's the game? Yeah. So what is it? Invisible ink. Right. Okay. Okay. Is that it? That's nice. That's all. No, that's all I was saying. It caught my eye, and I thought that's a nice. You pointed out the crap Great on my windowsill. Yeah, the, you no, know. I didn't do it while recording, though. I didn't say while recording. <laughs> I thought it would make good right. content, and it has. We've talked about it for sixty seconds, and that's a win. Yeah. Jesus, um, no, I for the first time in about uh, six months, it's been that long. I went to the cinema, <gasps> and I have some. I may have a jingle to play. Dan's going to the cinema. What will fucking happen? Will his car break down? And will he order food that he didn't eat? What kind of seats will he have in the cinema? Dear God, it must be something special, I think. I feel like we're all upping the ante on jingles this year in an attempt to win it. I feel like I've only ever done two. My album comes out at Christmas. The compilation of all the of my jingles, at least, I'm going to put a double album. Can you do it on vinyl? Because I would buy it. I'll have bonus tracks. I might have bonus uh, bonus tracks. Might I, I'm not sure about vinyl, but I think we'll do like a enchanted CD, like they used to do in the early 2000s. <laughs> nice, it's like secret tracks, like right at the end. Mm, mm. Yeah, secret tracks in between. You have to rewind track seven to get to track six point five. Mm. Backmasking and stuff. Like yeah. Mm, we play it, it backwards yeah. and summon the devil that's true yeah if you play it backwards it's a hot entire episode of our podcast wow <laughs> okay I, I wouldn't buy it then <laughs> <laughs> okay, <fine. laughs> 
So I went to the cinema. Now, before I talk about what film I saw, I was going to get back on my 99 problems since I haven't done it in a while. However, I only had two, so it wouldn't be much of a fucking... Hang on, hang on. Much much of a segment. Yes? Do you not have a list of 99 already prepared? I do, but I can always swap them in and out, Pen. Oh, but then you said you already had two problems. I did have two problems. But you have a list of 99 already, so why do you only have two? I said I got two problems when I went to the cinema, and I could have done a whole 99 problems sort of thing, but... I decided to get... You know what? Just okay, I'm sorry. I'm Let, sorry. No, fine. You brought it up. Let's do it. No. <laughs> and here are two. <laughs> and you got two <laughs> jingles out of it. Back-to-back jingles. All sorry, right. I'm sleepy. So, I don't understand. So, Wait. you ask, you get. That's welcome to the content machine, apparently. That's what I've been called this week. Um, why do we still have to print off tickets? We don't at Cineworld. We do at Cineworld. <laughs> no, we don't. You do it on your phone. You use yeah, a... I do. No, you no. use the QR code. Okay, well, I had the QR code, right? We just solved another up... one of his problems. <laughs> no, no, fuck up. I had the QR code, <laughs> and I went in, and I thought I could use the QR code just to go up to the person at the yeah, desk. So we order, we order our food, we go up to the person, and yeah. they're like... Nah, you gotta you gotta go over to the the ticket machine and get your tickets and come back here. Like, mm. why? You can see. I've never had that, so I, don't, I can't help you. Maybe my Sydney world's what? fancier than yours, and they've got a scanner at. Yeah, the front maybe desk. it's just ours being shit. Maybe their well, scanner was broken. You know, they have their own little scanner. Okay. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. I, I kind of got slightly annoyed by that. I made him do also, problems and then just solved it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the other issue I had was, and a bit, bearing in mind I have been away for a while from my local. Sound like I'm going to the fucking pub. There was a deal, right? Mm-hmm. It said two for nine fifty. So good. I, uh, sure. So I thought it was oh okay. So what two two people? Yeah, uh, maybe a popcorn and a drink two people can get it for 950 no when i went up to pay for it the woman behind the counter said no you that's not how it works it's one drink and one side for 950 and i said what's the side and she went popcorn hot dog nachos so i paid 20 no how much is that 19 oh because we went large it was an extra pound so it was like 21 pounds something for a popcorn, one large Sprite, one large Pepsi, and nachos. That's insane. But surely, if you'd have bought the popcorn and the drink, the point of the deal would be that that would be more than nine fifty. <laughs> How right? is nine fifty a deal? I, yeah, I mean, it's and not. It's not at <laughs> all. But that's what I mean. The popcorn and the drink would—that means they are normally more than nine fifty. That's crazy. I am never buying food from cinema ever again. And I don't care if people go, oh, you should do it, support the cinema. Fuck no. off, am I paying £9.50 for a drink and a fucking popcorn? Take your own drink. Me? We always take our own drinks. The popcorn is, is you make a massive fucking markup on the popcorn. Yeah, because it's like 50p. Yeah. yeah. We usually go and get food because our Sydney World's on like a industrial park. So we usually go and get food. And then 
Lewis will get a popcorn and we'll probably get like, we've got a Baskin Robbins, but then we just take cans of drink with us. Oh, you're the kind of people that go to the Baskin Robbins, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I like ice yeah. cream. What's wrong with Baskin Robbins? We don't have, there is no other ice cream. That is the ice cream that is provided it's, in that it's cinema. It's the fact that you even want it. It's the fact that you even want the ice Why cream. Why can't I want ice cream? I've just it's had just dinner, a, so I just a want to dessert. Ben and Jerry's, isn't it? Well, we don't have Ben and Jerry's. Get some working class popcorn down you or something. You know? No, because I've just, we usually go for dinner. We usually go to TGI's and have dinner <laughs> or Nando's. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure I could go to the cinema after going to TGI's. I, I would oh. have eaten way too much and then just feel incredibly bloated. We do have a Five Guys there now. That's kind of new. So we could get Five Guys before. <sighs> Fucking but, hate Five Guys. Oh, I love a Five Guys. My, my personal choice would be a Nando's. There isn't all you can eat Chinese though, if you want Andy, but. I th- I think the one that Dan went to has a Five Guys, a Nando's, and a TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> and just a like Taco us. Bell and a Taco Bell uh, uh, and a Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, mm. and a Mackey's and a KFC and a Domino's. And a Mackey's and a KFC and a Domino's. <laughs> we've got a McDonald's and we've got a Pizza Hut. Right, and when I was going out with my ex, we went to the cinema. I was like, we should get dinner first, and it was like, okay. And I was like, we'll go to the Chinese, and I was like, well, if we're going to the Chinese, we need to go early. Because you can't book it. It's like a buffet. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go in a bit. We'll go in a bit. We'll go in a bit. And of course, when we got there, it was far too late to get in anywhere. So mm. we ended up at the Pizza Hut. And it was like, I felt like a 14-year-old on a date. You know how Pizza Hut restaurants yeah. just kind of are kind of grotty. Mm. Like it's, and just kind of like they haven't been updated in like 30 years. But also, <laughs> they have the ice cream bar. It wasn't working. Oh, of course it fucking wasn't. Nope. Um, yeah, and I have fortunately not been back to a Pizza Hut restaurant since, but I just remember sitting there feeling like I was a child on a date and it was horrible. <laughs> now, you may also know I'm trying to stay off food chat, but I, I didn't finish you brought it up with my point. This time. You may know, as I said, nachos in what we ordered. Uh, my other half decided to go for the age-old question that no one ever did. Uh, well, mm. the age-old... Uh, choice i guess that no one has ever done in the last 20 years she asked can i have a hot dog and i went <laughs> sure how are you sure you want one kind of question yeah how was that so we asked for the hot dog and they <laughs> with surprised looks kind of went <laughs> oh let me just check in the back for you because nobody so ever has them because they're great she went she checked in the back and she said i'm sorry we just don't have any ready <laughs> like who the nobody- fuck has all- we're sold out what you weren't prepared <laughs> what's happening here i'm assuming they just didn't cook any because the longer they sit there having had food no poisoning them. from a from a sausage that's been set out too long you could clip that if you like uh saucy. yeah they leave Giddy. them sitting Giddy. there just being warm they'll kill someone Give them food poisoning. Mm. You can get hot dogs um, so at Five Guys, just in case she ever needs to know. Okay, that. would you stop being the fucking promotional advertisement for Five Guys? I'm trying to help Lima. Yeah, but oh, it's crap. It it's, it's so expensive. It's unbelievable. And they're like, oh, wow, we've given you like a mountain of chips. Yeah. And they're fucking, fucking horrible. Hashtag food chat. <laughs> Jesus, what have I done? Um, so moving on very quickly. Yeah, she ordered nachos and they were grim and they were rubbish. Anyway. Um, yeah. You got like five nachos and two dips, <laughs> basically. They, they don't actually want you to eat hot dogs and nachos. No. They want you to right. eat the popcorn because it's yeah. the most yeah. money. Yeah, but they only give you like a couple of nachos and, and two dips and that's it. And you're done in like five minutes. I bet that cheese sauce has been there forever as well. 
Oh, it was warm. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so that was fun. Anyway, talking about the fucking film, uh, I went to see John Wick, Chapter 4. Ah. John Wick. Uh, if you don't know who John Wick is, it's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> He's come back to do some, as Andy would put it, more wooden acting, but lots of action yeah. in, in between said stuff. Um, this is the longest John Wick film in the entire series. It was two hours and 50 minutes long. Oof. It's... Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> it's the best one. Oh. It's beaten one for me. I've always said that one I think is my favorite. Four is my favorite now. This is the best John Wick film. And it's the longest. Yes, I get it. But fucking hell, it flew by in a weird way. It felt, you know how you, okay, you know if you enjoy in a film, I don't know, all those fucking nerds who enjoyed Lord of the Rings and stuff will probably get this when mm. they watch like three hour Lord of the Rings films. You know it's a long film, but you kind of mm. want to see more. That's a good long film. Mm. Um, you know you've been sat in your seat and your butt hurts and you want to move and stuff, but at the same time you're like, look what's happening on screen. It's fucking great. Mm. Um, this film is is just bigger. It's They've gone the biggest scale in terms of this, uh, the fight scenes what's going on on screen, the amount of people in it, the amount of stunts in it. The story as well takes a, a quite a turn and probably an ending that many people will be discussing about for some time. This film is fucking awesome as fuck. If you love action, only if you love, really fucking love action films because fucking hell, the entire three hours is just one long action scene really mm. to be honest it's just constant changing from one thing to the next but every single scene is is more and more i think interesting which is why i think what they did with it was they kept kind of the boring scenes at the start a little bit and yeah. this gradually build it up towards the end so you kind of keep paying attention because it gets more and more over the top and interesting at times but i don't know how can i sell john wick when people have never seen it it's it's the anti-hollywood's action movie where there's no quick cuts and there's no things you're used to with michael bay for example let's just take him for example <laughs> michael bay explosions lots of cut, quick camera cuts probably lots of cgi john wick is very anti that it's very one shot in a lot of places and it's a lot of realism and kind of stuff to it yes what if if you've never seen john wick i'm asking for a friend or you've never really seen a michael bay film who is this person? I don't. Who the fuck just name and change them? Get just, the fuck out! It's me, guys. Wow. So Sorry. yeah. So get the fuck out. Get out! Yeah, get out. <laughs> would I like what? it? I was just saying, if you, I was like, what if you've not seen both no, of those? What would you? You won't like do? it. You'll hate it. <laughs> Have you seen the raid, Pen? <laughs> I don't think so. Didn't we say that that was a bit like? Isn't that a bit like dread? Uh, yeah, but like uh, martial arts. No. I would say the first one is a bit like that. Okay. I like to do In it. terms of action sequences, knotted content. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, do you know the original cut for this was four hours 30? Fuck off. <laughs> mm. They <laughs> had to actually cut long. out a lot of it. It's, I mean, I can't say much about this film. All I'm going to say is it. it's possible 
uh, that we won't see John Wick for a while. So it's possible that this might be the last one, but it's not entirely, we're not entirely sure because they also have said that they wanted to make a chapter five, but they kind of wanted to, in a way, see the reception of this one because this one does does do a lot of things you don't expect. Let's put mm. it that way. And and by the end of it, I it's one of those ones I had. It's the only John Wick film where I came out of it and I was like, I want to chat about that kind of thing. Because with other John Wick films, I'm like, wasn't that cool? Yeah, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But with this one, is it's a bit more like, what do you think it all means kind of thing? <laughs> like... Which is great because it had a little added a bit more layer and dimension to it. Um, the only other thing I would say, last thing, is I think this is the least amount of words that Keanu has ever said in any <laughs> film, ever, and that's saying something for something that you know the main attraction kind of is Keanu. But he, I think they might have done it. I don't know if they've done it because they don't want him talking a lot. He talked a lot in two, I remember, in Jotwick 2, I think. Yeah, he's super chatty in the second and third one. Yeah, second and third one, yeah. And then in this one, he's very just one word or like one sentence kind of guy. Yeah. And he he has like he has less lines than Lawrence Fishburne in this. And Lawrence Fishburne's a supporting character yeah. in fucking thing. How but, um yeah. how distracting were Ian McShane's veneers because um, <laughs> I found them distracting in the third series of American Gods and I think they've got bigger and brighter since then they weren't I wouldn't say distracting like he's he's been in every single John Wick so he's just like oh there's Ian McShane but yeah but in the first John Wick he had normal teeth and in this one he's got fucking giant pillowcases <laughs> <laughs> I I have no opinion on on mm. his looks. Let's put that. I know you obviously have, but I don't. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is the main uh, villain in this as well. He's fucking great, Yay. actually. In this, this is obviously the last film that Lance Reddick was in as well. I believe the last film oh, I think yeah. he filmed. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. So they they actually have like a little bit of a. I think they went to reshoot something because they had a little bit of a scene that I felt like they put in there last minute. Mm-hmm as a little tribute to him and stuff like that so that was cool it, it's just like it's it's a really good if if this is the final one i'm not sure yet and and i can't it's not because of like really what happens in the story because they've already said they wanted to do five as the final one but they're not too sure if it is the final one i think this is one of the best kind of send-offs for it i think legitimately four one three and two i think in that order are my favorite I think. I think the problem with the second and third ones is that John Wick is hunted. And in the first, and I believe in this one, he is the hunter. And that makes it yes. a much more interesting dynamic. What's he mad about in the fourth one? Because he's, he's mad about his dog what? in the first one, right? <laughs> yep, car in the what's second one. What's he mad one? about in the fourth one? He's, the but fourth then you said one... people are chasing him in the second one. So what's, who's it... he mad at? mild spoilers here we come mild spoilers for the previous films he is chasing a group called the high table who have been referenced in the previous films uh basically bunch of like illuminati assassins imagine illuminati Mm. assassins was a real thing um they're called the high table but he did a couple of things in the previous films that may have upset 
uh, the high table. And he was kind of being hunted, as Andy said, because he did those things. Did they kill his dog? I'm no. not going to go into specifics. Well, I'm okay. just going to give you the general overview. I know mm. you love your spoilers, Penny. But uh, he... <laughs> I in just this wondered one, how he... we got from A to B. That was all. Well, watch the film. Oh, I'm he's, not going to do he's, that. But, well, then, why are you asking? So <laughs> then he's... In this one is sort of just kind of coming to, he's done all that kind of stuff. He's been hunted down and all those kinds of things. And then, as Andy said, he's now going after a particular person, Bill Skarsgård in this regard, uh, because Bill is the head of 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 the table. He's the highest one That's a reference to another film. Does anyone remember that film? What film? <laughs> oh, come on. I, could, I didn't About hear the you. dogs. About the dogs. I literally didn't hear what you said. Because he kept talking, head of the head of the head of the head yeah, of the table is Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, what's the reference to that? Oh, I don't know. No idea. No. You don't know either. I love dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Head of the head of the head of the... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd wow. forgotten in between crying. Wow. And... <laughs> I remember all <laughs> yeah, the people's I... films that they pick. Fucking yeah, hell. I, I just prefer Fantastic Mr. Fox. I don't know if I've mentioned Funky it before. No, you haven't, really. You're just not on repeat all the time. Um... It's a great film. Go watch it. I didn't watch Mario over this, so go watch John Wick. And it wasn't in the IMAX either, so yeah. I've heard from quite a few people that Mario is not as bad as we're ex- as mm. bad as we're expecting it to be, and that Jack it's, Black is amazing, and he sings a song about peaches, which everyone is loving, and it's eligible for an Oscar, which I kind of oh. want it yeah, to win because. I think it's critics hate it, audience love it kind of thing. Which mm. The accent is, is uh, explained, and apparently, according oh. to a friend of the podcast, Liam, it does not get in the way. You sort of That's forget good. about it pretty quickly. I want to know how it's explained, though. Just Luigi going, hey, didn't we used to be Italian? Oh, yeah, we're not now. I got hit. I ate a weird mushroom, and now I'm American. I can, I can tell you afterwards if you want. Yeah, please. Same advice. Saying hello. You think your wife can hear you? No. Then why bother? Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to die. Maybe not. Okay, well, our film out of the hat is uh, Observe and Report. This was Andy's choice from 2009. Mm. Starring Seth Rogen, my favourite screen queen, Anna Faris, Ray Liotta, Michael Pena. Um, Baby Jesse Plemons, and Andy's favourite, so Patton Oswald. <sighs> he's in it for like a few minutes. Yeah, he's like, not in it much. Not- I totally forgot he was in it. I forgot he was in it. It's funny because I could put up with Patton Oswald when he, you can see his face, but when it's just his voice, he... he- <laughs> Sort of How many films did you wanted to see that he was in? He was in We're Al, right? Yeah. He was in, yeah. yeah. He was in another one, wasn't he, recently that you saw, I think. I, I think there was a week where everything I watched, he turned up. Yeah, in. and there was a yeah, week yeah. that it kept happening. It was sort of like yeah. the, um, yeah. the uh, uh, fuck, the, who, in, in the menu, who was that guy who kept popping up? And I told you, Penny, he kept popping up in every fucking film. Oh, John week, John Leguizamo was in. Yes, and he was fucking in. John Leguizamo oh, yeah. week yeah. was happening for me at once. And then I, I get that with Jake Busey. He pops up in everything in like periods of time. I'm like, go away. 
It just, it just, I don't want to say it ruins the films, but I then can't stop thinking about it for the next 10 minutes and I miss content. And I'm like, well, now I don't know what's happened because I'm it just... There wasn't much content in this though, was there? Well. Well. No. Well. We'll find out. We'll find out together. Well. I forgot how wild 2009 was because there are some words in this movie that don't get said anymore. <laughs> and I thought Let's 2000- say them together. <laughs> but I just thought 2009 was a little bit late for um for some of those words. Um I think it's sort of explained It's only Ray Liotta. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's not Seth Rogen. No, is it? Ray Liotta oh, says okay. a bad word for gays and a bad word for stupid people in the same kind of, sentence. Yeah. Look, we've had films that have brought oh, yeah. this up and I'm going to bring the disclaimer up again. If I yeah. do end up saying one of the words or two of the words, I'll try not to say it, no. but if I end up because it's on the script. I just thought it was weird that 2000... I thought 2009 is a little bit too late to be getting away with this, but then really I could get away with a lot of things, I guess. Wow. Yeah, no one's going to argue with him. No. Well, right now, he dead. won't answer back. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> They won't get any honey. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, this movie opens up with shots of people in a mall, followed by shots of a parking lot. I fucking love American malls so much. Where a man in trench coat runs around (laughs) flashing different women. Uh, Ronnie, played by Seth Rogen, is reprimanding two Asian twin security guards, saying that they make him look bad. Another guard, Dennis, played by Michael Pina, uh, tells them that they hurt Ronnie and that no one hurts Ronnie, Ronnie dismisses them. So it all starts off pretty much this entire story where it kind of starts and ends with a person who's flashing women around in the parking lot. A pervert, Um, as he is mm -hmm. known. Yeah. A pervert. Um, That guy, I went to check his IMDb. (laughs) So it's like the the flasher was just like, has he done anything since? Um, Apparently that was his biggest role. It was being the flasher. Wow, and we actually saw his penis. That's ironic. So That's ironic penis being his biggest yeah. role. Biggest role. Yeah, exactly. Imagine being famous for showing your dick on a movie. Well, that's the dream, right? It wasn't even a good dick. Sorry, dude, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge his... I Look, just we all have did. small things. We just all have small things. I've just... I've seen better. Sorry. Maybe his balls make up for the size of his dick. Just no, we saw yeah. them Treat too. We literally respect. saw all of him. Maybe he's maybe he's just exceptionally good at foreplay. Who knows? Exactly. Good at Kung Lingus, you know, maybe. <laughs> Outside the mall, a reporter is talking to Ronnie about what happened in the mall. She calls a security guard and he yells cut and tells her that he's the head of mall security. The camera keeps rolling and he asks if she's going to keep going even though she messed up his title. So he calls her Doctor, which I had a little chuckle at. <laughs> Quite funny. Quite funny. We cut to Brandy. How would you describe Brandy, people? Oh my gosh. She works at the Cali counter girl. and she puts on makeup <laughs> yeah. and she drinks, which is fine. But she's not very nice and she's, oh my God, tequila shots. Yeah. She's sort of the classic Valley girl. Yeah. Almost Regina George-esque. She's very good at it, though. She is. Yep. This is played by Anna Ferris. 
Uh, she's a makeup counter salesperson. Ronnie is watching her from a distance. That sounds creepy. She's talking to her gay friend, Bruce, about a client that she had and laughing. Ronnie walks up to her laughing hysterically and Brandy stops laughing. Whoever wrote this is, this so is very, depth. very literal. I know. Yeah, this is this so in-depth. For... Someone went real in-depth on this fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, okay. Which is weird because I only have uh, 12 notes and four of them, three of them, sorry, were just the names of people that were in the film. Fair enough. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. Good work, Pen. Ronnie stops laughing and asks what they're talking about. And she asks why he stopped by in a way that shows that she is uninterested in him. And he's clearly interested in her. Uh, He tells her about the pervert in the parking parking lot and to be careful. And she says she'll be fine. But he's all being like, oh, I'll protect you. Ronnie, I'm going to protect you from the pervert who's in the thing. Blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Um, There's talk about guns. For a bit, the mm. security guards, uh, they talk about guns and how much cooler it would be if they could carry guns as security guards. In brackets, there is a gun ban in place. Do they actually say that? I don't even know if security guards have in American malls. have. No, they don't in American malls. Yeah, so they, they say they're not permitted to have no. guns. So t- but they obviously the- can in the, they must have a carry in the state, but not at, not as part of the job. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I, see. I think it's. I know it was filmed in New Mexico. I don't know if that's where it's supposed to be set. Mm, I don't think it ever. Said. Because he does. Ha- he does spoilers. He does have a gun, but I don't mm, think he's allowed to have one yeah. as a security guard at work. As a security guard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if security guards had them in America. I don't think so. Thinking about it. Mm, okay. Maybe in Texas. Um, Maybe it's yeah, Alabama. Uh, Ronnie's mm. now home with his mom, uh, watching the news where an interview from earlier is playing. The news shows him threatening to murder the pervert. His mom tells him that she's very proud of him. She slurs her words, and Ronnie tells her that she's just drunk and she's not meaning what she says. He confesses that part of him thinks that the pervert is the best thing that's happened to him because it's his chance to be great. He goes to bed on the couch and wakes up when he hears his mom falling on the ground. He covers up with a blanket. Because mom is drunk. Hmm. Unnecessary. So yeah, what do you mean unnecessary? He's caring for his mom. No, I just feel like... He's been a good egg. Yeah. No, not him covering up on the floor. I just Her storyline is unnecessary. She's been the supportive drunk mom think, that we all wanted, you know? <laughs> I think it's to show that he's a supportive person and that he looks out for his own. Do you not find him incredibly unlikable in this film yes absolutely okay good but uh, that's sort of the yeah. point but i think this is trying to redeem him as so he's unlikable but he likes his mom so that's good is that where we're going no he's 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 protective and well, i was gonna say possessive but that's not what the I meant, people who are close he, to him he sort of okay looks after yeah, okay. like he goes out of his way to mm. to look after them and it's the same passion that he has for looking after okay. them all. Sure. I'm with you. Man, I'm so good at bullshit. You are. The next day he gets a cup of coffee from a place at the food court where he meets a girl called, is it Nell? Yes. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, yeah, Nell. Nell. Who's new. She's had ankle surgery and is in a cast. Her boss, who's Andy's Pat favorite, Oswald. <laughs> Pat Oswald, <laughs> yeah. comes over, kicks her leg, yeah. and tells her to keep the the traffic area clear and walks away. Ronnie says he disagrees with his bo- with the boss's methods, but it is a fire hazard. She asks if there's really a pervert, and he says, "Yeah," 
and it's his job to protect the people of the mall. He is not interested in her, but she see, she has some interest in him. It's one of those things where this he's going with the wrong girl <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. This might be the most in-depth Wikipedia you've ever read. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's either I go for a very short one or I go for something that's a bit more in-depth. But we have time, so we might as well go in-depth. <laughs> uh, Brandy drives the mall, gets out of her car, and then the pervert comes up to expose her. Uh, expose her? Expose him! Stop it. Expose himself and tells her to touch his dick. Yeah, he also doesn't just expose himself. Everyone else, he flashes them and runs off. This time he wanks at her. It's disgusting. Mm. Does he wank? Yeah, he... Oh, I, I yeah. missed that bit. I, I like that he's running up to like these women, flashing his knob and calling them sluts. <laughs> no, that's I'm like, you. No, sir. You've got that the wrong way around. <laughs> I've never understood flashing. That's because no, you're a good either. man. Um, oh, thank you. Can you clip that and just repeat that? Yeah. Um, I, I have never been flashed, <laughs> but I have been digitally flashed on the train and it's horrible because airdrop is terrible. Flash. That's what people do now if you forget to turn oh. your airdrop. I have my airdrop on and if you forget to turn it off... I was on the tube and I was just on my phone and you know when you're just already clicking and you're not expecting anything so I hit it yeah. and I accept without mm. realising and it was just a dick and then you have to pretend not to have seen it and not react because that is what they want and it's horrible so I imagine this is worse I think you should have just stood up and gone someone's just sent me a dick pic and it was fucking tiny I know and you'd you think I would right <laughs> You think you think yeah. I would but it's it's so it's so quick and it's such a shock you don't. You're just like, oh, I don't want to see that. Oh, now I don't want to react because that's mm. what they want. So I'm just going to pretend nothing happened. Mm. So I bet it's even worse in person. But yes, that's because you are good eggs. That's why you don't understand it. Well, I might not be now. Fun story. When I was a teenager, we used to do this thing when Bluetooth came into play for the first time where everyone's Bluetooth was turned on. And we used to set, we used to go to the shopping center and then see everyone's Bluetooth that was currently on and then send them files. Usually it was like really disgusting videos and stuff. Daniel. Two guys, one cup and stuff. Wow, it's when... If it helps, we did that in college, but with people we knew. Oh, so we okay. That happened we, at... We went to yeah. DragCon, but it was people... We were all sitting in, like, waiting in lines, and people were just sending each other other wholesome drag queen memes, and that was really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's not as fun. So she screams... It's it, more fun than a dick. And in the mall, she's at work with the mall security. He's asking her questions. Ronnie comes in and tells the twins to set up a perimeter, which consists of three cones around her. <laughs> which is great. Uh, the police ask her to come see. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The police ask her to come to the office, uh, but she can't walk due to the shock. So Ronnie carries her. And this is where Detective Ray Liotta comes in, but he's not <laughs> Detective Ray Liotta. I have no Detective idea what Harrison. his name was. Harrison. Yeah, Detective Harrison. Yes. Uh, he comes to the mall to talk to Brandy. She describes the pervert, and te Detective thanks her and tells her that uh, he'll talk to the other women and go from there. Ronnie starts to get a bit jealous because he's sort of like, "This is my case," even though he's a mall security guard. But he's sort of like, "This is my case. Why is this guy coming in and taking my case and stealing my girl and blah 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 all kind of stuff?" Ronnie says that Brandy was targeted because she's the prettiest person in the mall and that the pervert will come back to finish the job, <laughs> which means murdering Brandy because... Of course. I mean, it could happen. You don't you know don't what these people that. have... <laughs> well, you know, you don't tell her to her face, but like, I guess if, it they're, could if they're confident... It could escalate. It could. So he has... 
intentions like not he has his best intentions in mind because he thinks oh it could get worse from here he could come back and he's yeah i see what i mean but yeah you don't tell her in front of her i guess is probably not the best thing a detective calms her down ronnie gets upset because he was supposed to be on the case and that detective is taking over ronnie then holds a meeting with the other guards explaining what they need to do to catch the pervert he instructs them to report to him only and don't talk to the police Later that night, someone breaks into the mall and steals a bunch of sneakers. This will become relevant later on. I feel like he was very messy about it, though. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're just stealing half pairs in some... He's just, like, swiping things around and shoving them back. And I was like, if you're stealing the display mm. sneakers, aren't you just getting the left one or well, the right one? Well, he's making it obvious, <laughs> right, that it, he's, yeah. it's been stolen. Like, with most people, it would be, like, carefully done in some ways but mm. i was like you just got one unless you've only got one leg it's uh it's not any good not any use sure there's a bit of a uh discussion with detective and ronnie it's clear that ronnie doesn't like the detective and he is talking to other people on the in the mall i'm trying to think is this where we meet uh thingy from uh, Rec? i forgot his name but yeah. yes from- is he still cancelled hmm <laughs> Is he cancelled? Yeah. Where's the fact he... everyone's cancelled? What the fuck? I think he got cancelled for being a bit creepy, like he was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Because he's not similar, similar yeah. thing, I believe. I mean, according to allegations. Allegedly Alleged. is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Turns out that the man accused has a restraining order against Ronnie and that Ronnie accused him of having intentions to bomb a Chick fil A. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> he calls him Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Saddam Hussein, that's it. The detective and Ronnie are in the office of mall security and the detective goes off on Ronnie saying that he messed up the investigation and he's wasted the whole day getting nothing because Ronnie is incompetent. Then he storms out. Ronnie enters the police station to find out what they're looking for in an applicant because he wants to be a police officer because... He doesn't. He just wants to... Kind of. It's always been his dream. Also, I think if Ray Liotta had ever shouted at me like he does in movies, I think I would cry. Like, it would be awesome, but I think I would cry. He's quite scary when he really goes off on one. Well, luckily, you don't have to experience that anymore because you can't shout from beyond the grave. Just saying. We we can't make dead jokes throughout the entire thing. I love him. He's great. I was was just thinking I'd like it to have him shout at me, but I was like, no, I think I still might cry. Is Is this your kink or something? <laughs> I do want the guy at. that does the voices, the guy that does the voices for Ren and Stimpy to hit on me as Ren and Stimpy. That's a dream. What the fuck is wrong? The recruiter gives him some forms to fill out for a background check. He mentions that Ro- mm. Ren and Stimpy. He mentions that Ron. <laughs> that, that's just weirded me out. Do you now. not think it would be he, so funny? Yeah, do, do, you, do we need to get you a background yeah, check? Yeah, I was thinking like no. because uh, it's just odd. I just think it'd be funny. Oh, Stimpy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love Billy West. It'd be so good. Oh, no. And it would be slightly different from just being like, could you do the voice? I did it with the guy from Black Butler. He hit on me in that voice and it was fun. So I'm like, who? What other uh, voiceover actors would it be fun with? Did you, do it, did you do it when you met the Muppets? No. Didn't have time. Mm. Pepe the Prawn hit on my friend, though. So, kinda. Don't. Stop. No. Stop. Don't <laughs> fucking say it. Don't. I know what you're gonna fucking no, I'm say. Holding no, I'm holding, holding it in. I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in. I'm not saying anything about prawns Stop or fish it. smells. No. I'm just saying Stop I'm holding it. it in. 
he mentions that Ronnie can take a ride along where he can ride with a police officer to see what a typical date looks like. Ronnie fills it out when he gets home, but he's a bit adamant because of the whole background check kind of thing. He goes to work the next morning, gets more coffee. He keeps turning up, getting more coffee, free coffee, actually, from Nell. He says the coffee tastes different, and he mentions that he applied to become a police officer. I was expecting that, that to go somewhere. The coffee never did, mean? did it? What do you mean? You know, he said, oh, this coffee tastes weird. I thought someone had, like, broken in and pissed in the coffee or something. Why was he saying it tasted different? No, no, I think he's saying it tasted different because he had a new lease on life because he's applying to be a cop. Mm. I think that's the point he was making. Oh, I thought he was just like, this tastes weird. and it Because ta- I thought he looked at it like it was gross. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. It did have milk in, so I would have <laughs> drunk it. Look, I, I only have black coffee, if you're asking. The detective comes out of the police building and gets into his car. Ronnie is suddenly in the back seat and scares the living shit out of him. He said he's there for the ride along and he's cleared it with the captain and that payback's a bitch. Uh, the detective drives with Ronnie in the passenger seat to a bad neighborhood and Ronnie sees all his crime. That sounds... That's poorly written, but <laughs> they go to a bad neighborhood and he they're basically the detective source is like i've been here i've been patrolling these streets and there's always something going on now i want you to do it today ronnie that's a privilege um he says the worst corner i've ever seen um there's loads of work that needs to be done to clear up these streets blah 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 he's gonna let him patrol that night to make up for him for getting off on the wrong foot ronnie is excited about the opportunity he gets out a detective drives off suddenly, Ronnie yells after him, and a young boy and his friend approach him and ask him if he wants to buy crack. Ronnie tries to arrest him, but is interrupted by the boy's dad. He informs the dad that his son tried to sell him drugs. The dad says it's because he works for him. We could act this out with this Wikipedia. Hmm, this is, this is dense. The guy's dad is Danny McBride, by the way. Danny McBride's there, <laughs> by the way. Love Danny McBride. <laughs> To skip all this, because it's literally typing every single line, yes. <laughs> he, uh, Ronnie stealthily pulls his extendable police baton out of his sock and unleashes hell. Everyone is beaten up and Ronnie is the only one left standing. It was genuinely impressive, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, they, they were packing, those guys. They had, it they was had very guns. unrealistic, wasn't it? And he kicks the shit out of all of them. It kills them, I think. And then takes the kid to the police station to be like... Thanks for teaching me a lesson. But he just dumps him there and doesn't tell them why he's dragged this child. He's just like, sit down, and then he leaves. No. <laughs> the detective finds out that Ronnie has brought back people to the police station, and he's sort of shocked by the whole thing, and Ronnie kind of thanks him, and he's like, thank you for believing in me, sort of thing, for doing the job, even though it wasn't meant to go that way. Yeah. It, it kind of backfires a little bit. Anyway. Brandy walks out of the mall at night by herself, and she thinks someone is following her, so she starts to run. It turns out to be Ronnie in a little security car and he offers her a ride. He asks her out for dinner. He keeps driving and refuses to stop until she agrees to go out with him. He blackmails her into a date. Sure. Mm, It gets worse. It gets worse. (laughs) It gets worse. She says fine and tells him to pick uh, pick her up next Friday. He starts stroking her hair and she tells him to stop. Nell's boss goes off on her again for not keeping her area clean. Ronnie comes for a cup of coffee and asks if she's married because she was wearing a ring. She says it's a purity ring because she's not a virgin. 
No, she's a reborn virgin. She's a yeah. She's a born again, reborn, yeah, yeah. born, born again. again virgin. So she she's not a right. virgin, yeah. but now she is. Right. Is that a thing? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. If you like rededicate your, if you become like a born again Christian, you can kind of. But once you once you pop, you can't stop, right? She's not a tube of Pringles. I mean, you can stop anytime you like. You don't have to keep having sex, Dan. Once it's popped, but yeah, I see where you like. You're not. A, she's not. A, te- medically, she's not a virgin. If you want to put it that way. Right. Okay. So how many times do you think you can become a born again virgin? Do you think you could do it every time? No. Because well, then, like once you're born again, baptism? you have to wait until you're married. What if you get divorced? And then you become born again virgin. Yeah. What if you just decide to to fuck and then become a born again born again? virgin mm. i don't think you can i don't know i'm not religious they'll get around it by going well if you put it in the butt then you're still a virgin i don't know they're weird oh rules. penny so vulgar <laughs> helen would be disappointed <laughs> she wouldn't or she'll be into it stop <laughs> deliberately wait until you were taking a sip there to yeah. just throw that out yeah it's good 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 stuff. ronnie says <laughs> he thought if she was married she could help him on his date with brandy and she does her little sad face because she's like, oh, he likes her over me. Oh. <laughs> I really like Nell. I think Nell's really sweet. She's sweet. She yeah. is. Plus she's in Hot Tub Time Machine. The greatest film of all time, apparently. Certainly the best uh, time travel film. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were going to say Hot Tub Film. The best time travel film. The mm. best time travel yes. film. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting into this one. Does Minority Report count as a time travel film? No, because there's no time travel in it. Back to the Future? I mean, Back to the Future is good, but it's no Hot Tub Time Machine. It's better than Hot Tub Time Machine 2. It's definitely nothing like Back to the Future, because Hot Tub Time Machine is just a load of shit. I don't think anyone has said that sentence before. What? That that Back to the Future is good, but it's not as good as Hot Tub Time Machine. Exactly. Well, yeah, no, yeah. No one has ever ever said said that. that, ever. Anyway, Ronnie's home getting ready for his big date. His mom says he looks really handsome. She talks uh, about her first date with his dad. Ronnie asks her why he left, and she says he freaked out when Ronnie was born and couldn't take the pressure. He asks if she thinks it's his fault that dad left, and she says, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's gold. Man, this is about as funny as Hot Tub Time Machine, I reckon. Oh, fuck's sake. Ronnie... Is the same fucking cast. Ronnie is waiting outside <laughs> Brandy's place when a car drives up. Brandy gets out of the car and sees Ronnie and asks what he's doing there. He says they had a date, but she she says she forgot and it's late. And Ronnie says it's okay because he made several reservations. Not one, not two, right. in between three and four, several <laughs> reservations. <laughs> They're at a restaurant slash bar and Brandy downs a big glass of alcohol. She calls the waitress Why? nurse. Why? There's so many unnecessary things. Because she's drunk. Film. I think she's That's, just slightly tipsy. I think she's just trying to get through it, get through the date with him. Because she doesn't want to be there, but he's... I get why she's drunk, but she's like, I just think it's really funny when I call them nurse. I'm like, somebody wrote this on purpose and it's just so unnecessary. I think she's just an asshole. I think she thinks it's funny. Too? Mm. I think I'm more just like, why did anyone write any of this in this film rather than? It's a sh- shame she didn't order a brandy. Oh, uh, that would have been good. That's what I was thinking. That would have been good. Would it? Also, don't ask me about brandy. I've had bad 
past relationships with brandies. What if she uh, uh, was thinking about the flasher and ordered a penis colada? <laughs> That's pushing it. <laughs> That's real pushing it. But she gets some shots of tequila. She talks about how much she hates working at the mall. Ronnie pulls out some prescription pills. Uh, we also should mention he's bipolar as well. We don't know this uh, yet, though, do we? This is when we find out that he's bipolar. Oh, okay. Yeah. In he a, well, colon- no, I he says it to the psychiatrist, doesn't he? He he sort of hints at it at some point, I think, before this. Um, is it a psychiatrist, maybe? Before yeah, this, it's I'm just after this, actually. Just after this, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so the pills come out and then we're like, oh, hang on. And Brandy's impressed because she didn't think he partied like that. Hmm. I don't think you party like that in very orange, clear <laughs> pills with a label yeah, on it. But either way, you can, it's, you can. It's like I looked it up. Like colonopin is like a bit of a tranquilizer, so you could mm. technically do it recreationally. Okay. He claims he parties like that pretty much every four to six hours. She asked for one. That's a lot. Well, yeah, it's relevant. That's I guess when the dosage is. Yeah, she asked for one. And he gives her the whole bottle. Very nice, Ronnie. She's kind of drunk, but yeah, give her the whole fucking bottle. Why not? She admits that she thought the date was going to suck because she thought he was weird. She downs several shots and then Ronnie takes her home on his motorcycle. Uh, She can barely walk and Ronnie kisses her and takes her into the house. After she shows up. And starts having sex with her when she's clearly passed out Mm, i was gonna i i was Um, gonna say but then the only way they because she's she's literally passed out and he's banging her and the only way they get away with it is he stops and then she just goes why have you stopped like that's still not okay but i was like oh you very it's it's border it's it's the way of it is that way of trying to not make it as bad as it is like Mm. i'm if they left it without her saying anything, that they would be really bad. But they, yeah. they just I squeak over the, studio, the line. Yeah, that, and I don't know. It's not like the whole time I was watching, I was like, no, 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 don't mm. do that. That's not yeah. right. And this is like, uh... yeah. And then she, you're like, oh, she does say keep going, and you're like, mm, that's the only way you're getting away with that one. Yeah, I think it's permissible in court, but also she's so shit faced. Like, yeah, exactly. Morally, that's a that's a no no mm-hmm. Ronnie's at the station getting a, uh, a, a psychological exam and he tells the psychiatrist that he took uh, medication for bipolar disease but is currently off she asks him why the doctors took him off it he says they didn't uh, she asks him why he wants to be a police officer he tells her he has this dream where everyone is happily playing <laughs> in the park but a dark cloud of bad things comes and he steps up and shoots it with a gun and then everyone thanks him. He then starts using his fingers as guns and shoots the psychiatrist, which makes her uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's a bold move in a psych evaluation, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Ronnie's security guard friends and his mom throw him a congratulations party. The cake is in the shape of a gun. Mm -hmm. Guns come up every now and again, but yeah, I guess... Well, it is a theme throughout the film, the gun, I guess. Yeah. The cake is in shape of a gun, and his mom it starts crying, saying how proud she is of him. Dennis gives her a tissue, and she starts flirting with him, because, and I can't remember the quote she said, 
I like younger guys, or I always date. Oh, I always date your friends, or I always try to hit on your friends. Yeah, or something, like something like that. She used to fuck his friends in college. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> She's mm. great, mom. <laughs> Brandy's working and putting her, uh, putting makeup on a customer. Ronnie steps by with a rose, starts stroking her with it. He tells her to wait for him. Ronnie walks out the food court where Nell tells Ronnie to wait. As she wheels herself out from behind the counter to give him his coffee, he smiles and walks out as she watches him. Ronnie arrives at the police station, knocks on the detective's door. The detective is with a friend and says, don't say anything or he'll give it away. So he hides in the other storage. Yeah, record. Yeah, storage. And tells Ronnie to enter. Now, I don't know what... Well, we'll see in a moment. But like, I did not see that bit. Well, Just okay, pointing thanks. out. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, he tells Ronnie to enter. He tells Ronnie that he can't join the academy because he failed the psychological exam. Psychiatrist wrote that Ronnie suffers from delusions and would be dangerous to others and himself. Detective friend leaves saying he thought he was going to be funny, but it's just really sad. Now, I think this is a metaphor for the entire film, that bit. What, that you thought I, it was going to be funny, but actually it's really sad? funny, but it's actually really sad. I think that's... I think... I think... If they're really clever about this, and I don't know if they are, I think that bit is a bit of a metaphor for, oh, I thought this was going to be funny, but actually it's just quite sad. Well, they stuck it in to cover their butts when it wasn't funny. Because there's no payoff to it. It's just sort of like, there's no laugh out of it because he no. doesn't do the funny thing. So you, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but yeah. Well, Harrison says quite often to the, his cop mate that he fucking hates yeah he ronnie. hates him ronnie yeah and he just wants to see him suffer like he he when he left him on the street uh in the ropey area he said he he genuinely wouldn't give a shit if he died there. yeah like he just doesn't like him so i yeah. think the detective so he probably thought he'd like burst into tears or do something crazy and it would be funny yeah. for him to watch Except it, it just wasn't it, it was a very cold and callous moment from detective harrison yeah Hmm. Uh, the sexist said there's no chance of Ronnie joining the academy Ronnie leaves returns to the mall Nell's boss and co-worker are making fun of her when Ronnie comes to the counter she asks why he's not with the police he says he had to he, he said he got he tried out for a couple of days and he didn't like it so he's back uh, so she offers him a coffee he refuses this time saying it's the last thing in the world he wants and she starts to cry so he changes his mind, mm, asks for a cup him. of coffee. Well, yeah, he's just, well, everyone's mean. Nell says that Roger, her boss, is so mean to her, she can't quit because of doctor bills and insurance. So mm. Ronnie bursts into the kitchen area and bashes Roger's head into the oven. Did you enjoy this scene? Yeah, Andy? Andy's favorite scene. Um, I mean, I certainly didn't dislike it. <laughs> Poor Patton. Poor Patton, Oswald. <laughs> He threatens to murder him. <laughs> he was an asshole to Nell, and Nell sure. was just trying to do her job. Yeah. If he had such a problem, he shouldn't have fucking hired her. Maybe she had surgery just after. Uh, <laughs> I think she did, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Memory serves. He threatens to murder Roger if he says one more thing to Nell. He walks out and tells Nell that he was never there. I was never there. I'm Batman. Ronnie is in the guard's office when Juan, the Juan, Juan, twins. Juan? Juan twins? Mm, I don't know. The twins come in with a clue about the pervert. 
It's a Polaroid of a penis. Of a penis. A bad Ron- penis. Which Ronnie identifies as Charles. Wait, so it's Charles's penis? He says Charles. It's Charles' penis. Isn't that Jesse Plemons? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he says it's Charles. I don't think nope. so. Cut that. <laughs> Fucking hell. I thought this guy was doing well, and now it's just gone like he's making up shit towards the end when he's around. I was like, why would he know what Jesse Plemons' penis looks like? Ronnie opens up to Dennis saying that he is a dick and puts a picture on of the dick <laughs> on his forehead. Dennis opens up to Ronnie saying that he looks up to Ronnie and reveals that he knows how to mess with the system. What he means by that, we'll find out. He asks Ronnie if he's ready to learn from him. Ronnie accepts. Ronnie and Dennis... Do drugs, drink, graffiti walls, watch women, attack skateboarders, etc. Dennis admits to Ronnie that it's him who robs them all after hours while taking jewellery. Ronnie gets serious and says he can't be part of it. Ronnie asks him to stop, but Dennis hits him over the head with a board and Dennis steals the raffle car in the mall. <laughs> in quite a cool scene, drives off of the fucking thing. This is the only bit I liked. It's like, good for you, steal that car. It's quite well it shot. It is really well shot, yeah. I like that bit. So yeah, Dennis is, has been the guy who's been stealing this whole time. Half pairs of shoes. Left shoe. The security survivor is yelling at Ronnie for not knowing what it was Dennis and uh, letting him get away with it. Ronnie has another Polaroid of the pervert's penis, the real one this time. What does that mean? What? I don't remember that either. I think this dude is just talking bollocks. Like it's the, the, same, it's the Polaroid. same Polaroid. Yeah, I don't know what it means. The supervisor says that hell hand it over to the police. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's the same Polaroid. And he's like, yeah, I'll give it to the police. And Ronnie's like, no, you won't. This is my evidence. Ronnie says that finding the pervert is his last shot at redemption. So he can give it to the police. Uh, So he decides to go undercover to catch the pervert. He does a Batman monologue. He sees sees Brandy. (laughs) He sees Brandy get into her car and follows her just to see... That she is having sex with Detective uh, Harrison. Harrison. And she uh, is very Harrison, conscious and yeah. having a lovely time. Betty <laughs> <laughs> would mm-hmm. like to point mm-hmm. out. She's very conscious. We're just like, you're like, oh, not only is she having sex with him, like she is actually present and enjoying herself. Whereas not so much with Ronnie. So he gets pissed off. He storms uh, into her work the next day and yells at her and yells at her again because... He breaks the the base of the glass uh, counter, the counter, and then he says, "You blew my cover as well." Well, technically, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, yes. The detective is looking for Ronnie. It's where it gets weird. The detective is looking for Ronnie, who won't leave the mall. He tells the police officers who are with him to get Ronnie in a sort of "let's fuck him up" sort of scene with all the police officers, like beat the shit out of him, sort of thing. Yeah, I think he's at a point where he just wants Ronnie sort of out of the way and the easiest way to do that is to kick the living mm-hmm. fuck out of him. Sure. Ronnie starts uh, defeating them one by one while the detective looks on. Ronnie's eventually taken down uh, and Charles comes to the rescue. Ronnie and detectives... No, he doesn't. He does, doesn't he? Oh, please tell me that's true. I, don't I was so one out the... by this point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie and the detective are uh, fighting. Yeah. They come, you go to rescue. Ronnie and Sexus are fighting, and Ronnie is taken down and taken to jail. Then Ronnie goes home, tells his mom that he lost his job. His mom starts talking, but she doesn't know what she's talking about because she's still drunk. 
She's thankful for Ronnie for not throwing her away, and she's ready to make a change by switching to beer. <laughs> what? Oh. oh, man, this film is so good. She says something like she can pound a bunch of beers and still keep her shit together. I, I mean, yeah. what, what was she drinking before? I forgot. Whiskey? I'm assuming hard liquor. I don't liquor. think... Hard liquor, okay. Yeah, I don't think you ever find out, mm. but I, I assume it's some sort of spirit. Okay. Well, like, yeah, maybe if you just have a beer or two a day, that's better than... No, she can pound loads and still keep her shit together. She's fine. She's heavyweight. Just like Detective Harrison pounded brandy. Will you stop doing that while I'm drinking, you prick? <laughs> no, no. She gives him a postcard from Dennis <laughs> in Mexico. Dennis admits that he respects Ronnie for caring so much. Ronnie is now at the food court where Nell walks up to him with a cup of coffee. This time, she's recovered and she's able to walk. And her hair is nice. And her hair is nice. Yeah, <laughs> she looks so fancy. At the coffee shop or whatever, she's she's obviously got like a hairnet and a hat on, so she doesn't have any yeah. hair. She looks like she's got no hair. And then, yeah, now she's mm. it's all been blow-dried and it's all lovely and looks nice. Bless her. He asks her how much he owes her because he doesn't have free coffee rights anymore. I'm not even sure he had free coffee rights anyway, but... Yeah, I think if you were mm. if you were a member of staff in the mall, you got free coffee. I think. Okay. If you worked there, she kisses him. Oh, and then the streaker flashes them and runs away. Uh, he's running with his jacket flapping open so everyone can see everything. Ronnie chases him to the music of "Where Is My Mind," <laughs> a cover <laughs> by the Pixies, yeah. which is quite funny. Yeah. Slow motion. It, uh, this scene lasts the almost the entirety of that song and that's about three yeah, and a half minutes yes because of course the flasher has to run in slow motion <laughs> so you see everything mm. for mm. as long as possible yeah. it's great ronnie chases him and punt, uh, punches saddam is his name aziz Ansari. Oh, i was like he punches bomb threat guy in the way is what they wrote yeah, as he's running past him, he's Yeah, I know, it's just the wording. I know, okay. It's, it's not, it's, yeah, I mean, his name wasn't Bob. Yeah, I know, that that's why It is apparently guy. Saddam. Imagine going so in-depth in a Wikipedia and then I just know. leaving out really And then fucking yeah. it up at the yeah. end. Ronnie runs in some people and falls on the floor. The streaker stops by Brandy's place, runs up to her, because he recognizes her from before, I guess. Brandy drops her tray of samples, Ronnie appears, and then suddenly shoots the pervert. <laughs> Fucking shoots him in the chest. Mm. Just unexpectedly. That was my favorite bit. The security supervisor comes and yells at Ronnie for supposedly killing him at the time. The pervert moves and the supervisor relaxes. Uh, the twins come and point a taser at the pervert. The supervisor calls an ambulance and Ronnie says he'll take him to the station himself. Supervisor gives Ronnie back the mole key. Uh, gives back the mole keys to him. Brandy says, "Good job," to Ronnie, and Ronnie announces to everyone, <laughs> "Fuck you! If you want a fucking slot that will have sex with you, and then fuck your sworn enemy, this is the girl." People clap as Ronnie <laughs> leaves. Rude. <laughs> and finally. Ronnie oh. gives the pervert to the detectives and tells them that he doesn't need their badge or gun to know who he is. He drives off and is interviewed by the news lady and reveals that he and Nell are together and they intend to make, intends to break her promise to God by having sex with her. And that is Observe and Report. Penny, what did you think of this film? It was a film. 
Fucking great Wasn't job. It? Come on. Mm. <laughs> um, this didn't do anything for me, I'm afraid. It was just background noise. Like I said, I only have like 12 notes and actually three of them are the names of people and one just says the Pixies. So I had nothing particularly to say about it, although we just did for however long. Plenty hmm. to say, Pen. Seth Rogen was very unlikable in this. I didn't really care about any of the characters. It was just a film that was on. I have no no opinion whether it was bad or good. It was just a thing that existed. I was going to give it an average of five because I literally have no opinion either way. But also, my last note says that was dull, so it can have a four. Okay. Andy, hmm. your your choice. What do you think of your choice? Uh, so I I put this in because I thought it was a more fun Paul Blart. <laughs> Everything is a more fun Paul Blart. I was going to say, Blart. were you yeah. correct? Because I haven't seen that either. Well, it turns out I'd confused the third act <laughs> of both of these films. They're very similar, aren't they? Oh, they're almost yeah. identical. Which Apparently better? when they were making them... Because they came out around the same time. They were filmed at the same time. They were keeping in touch. The Both production crews were keeping no in touch way. with each other to make sure that they weren't stepping on toes. Oh, I was oh. Thought, oh. Because they're both about more, more guards who then want to become yeah. cops and apply to become police. Can we spoil the third act of Paul Blart then? Because what happens in that? Does anybody uh, know? Um, so there's a thief who breaks into the, into the mall and then he stops them. Oh, okay. By using oh, so stuff in the in thief the and pervert are replaceable. Okay. Similar, yeah, yeah, similar. Obviously, this one is a lot more adult. I think it's rated R. Um, I would hope so. There's a penis in it. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of like drug mm-hmm. use and some mild nudity and full frontal nudity. I quite like this film. I'd forgotten how much I not necessarily enjoyed it, but enjoyed it. Bits of it made me laugh. I thought it had some interesting conversation pieces about the requirement to make sure that you are medicated correctly mm-hmm. to help take the edge off things. I think that's quite an important message because it's at that point when he stops taking yeah. his meds that it all sort of descends into batshit. Um, I like it. This was the film that made Seth Rogen lose a load of weight because he struggled with the New Mexico heat. Now he makes pottery. Now he makes pottery. I uh, I have given this score quite a lot recently, but I'm going to give it a seven because I think it's personally an enjoyable film. <laughs> Dan's making a face. It's a long pause. I don't know how I feel about this film. <laughs> I don't know if it's genius. I don't know if it's fucking stupid at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. I, I literally the entire day, I watched this uh, two days ago, right? I watched this two days ago and my immediate reaction was, no, my immediate reaction halfway through the film is this is a Seth Rogen film. Yeah. That was my halfway through it. And then the end happened or the second half of it happened. I'm like, Fucking hell! Like, where's this come from? Because um, he also goes a bit yeah. bipolar, but not a lot. Like obviously, like you just said, he stops taking his meds, and it. But they could have made it really over the top and silly as well, and they 
didn't, which is kind of interesting. Well, I, I think it might... There's a lot of subtle things. Like, when I talked about, like, the whole thing with the guy coming out of the, the room and stuff, saying, like, oh, I thought it was funny, but it's just actually a bit sad. And yeah. then the, the second half of the film being more of a, 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 well, a sad or dark comedy than the first half, and the whole bipolar coming thing coming up towards the second half of the film mm. and stuff like that. I don't know... It's sort of like, I don't know if this film is clever, and I'm still trying to fucking figure out if this film is clever or not, by tricking you into thinking it's a Seth Rogen film when it's really not a Seth Rogen film. I, I literally, as no. soon as I was watching this, the first few minutes, I was like, I know how this is going to go. And it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, which kept me interested yeah. by it. You sort of assume it's going to be a stoner yes. comedy, and it's it's It's, it's really not. not. Like, I think... Like, they could have made it darker, or, as you mm. say, Penn, they could have made it sillier, but I think they balanced the line quite nicely to make it... Well. Well? Well, this is the problem. Like, it's... I don't think it's funny, nor the do I think it's weird. dark enough. I wanted to go yeah. either to... I wanted to go either way, and I feel like it's just... It is balancing in between, and it's not really trying to do mm. one or the other really well. In my, it just that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Like with the dodgy words and like the the rape that was supposed to be funny. Like you're like that seemed to be like one film or one type of film. You know, like an old '90s film where you can get away with that sort of thing. And then yeah, the darker stuff was a different kind of film. But they yeah, they weren't quite one or the other. Well, I, I can understand it. Be I can understand it if they're trying to make jokes that are you know, not going, they're going to get more gasps than actual mm. laughs. Um, and that's a, a lot of scenes with this, you know, especially with, you know, he pulls out a gun suddenly you're like, I oh, did gasp fuck. when he shot that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not, I'm not expecting this stuff to happen. And it's like, Oh my God, what the fuck? I don't know. Ah, uh, is it good? <laughs> is it bad? What is it? It's just don't do good or bad. How did you feel about it? Did you enjoy it? I sound like Andy talking to me. I, it sounds. It sounds like you've been thinking yeah, about it. For I a, think if it's, and that's normally a good sign for you. Yeah, if it's made me think, but I, I, it's made me think about it. But if I really, really, if I really would like get down to nitty gritty of it, would I watch it again? Probably not. <laughs> it's one of your sayings, but like, oh, would I watch it again? No, maybe not. I'd never <laughs> ever say that, but I'm just gonna borrow it from you two. It's okay it's interesting because of the way it goes but i think it doesn't do enough to make it a good film I, it could be like a cult classic but i don't mm. think it's there mm. like it's sort of i think it's trying to be something different trying to, but it's like it needs to go pick a lane it needs to go either in the dark direction or go the funny direction a bit more than it is so i've got a question for you Normally we talk about films being too long. Do you think this is too short? Because it's only 90 minutes and I think... No, 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 no. I think if they'd added an extra 15 minutes where you continue his descent into like... Okay, yeah, maybe. Of him spiralling. Yeah. It was subtle. Like, if you didn't point out that he was bipolar, he didn't... He wasn't that different. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was still a bit of an ass. He was a little bit delusional, but he liked guns and stuff. If you hadn't have gone, he's bipolar and now he's not taking his meds, it wasn't a very, it was a very subtle descent, like a very slow yeah. incline. I think if you'd accentuated that descent a little bit more, yeah, it would have been more on the side of like, 
you know the, the travis bickle side where it's yeah. well like gets more yeah. extreme but i kind of like that it's subtle that he just suddenly mm. pulls out the pills and you're like oh and it's like it's one of those yeah. unexpected things where you're like that's when he pulls out the pills that's when the film turns and it's like what the yeah. fuck kind the of second he gives those pills away mm. is when it starts yes. to get yeah interesting because that's when everything starts yeah. to kick off yeah yeah, but if you took out the pills completely, he was just continuing to be an arsehole, but just slightly more. Sure. So I think, yeah, you're right. Like maybe maybe a slight, slightly less subtle descent or a little bit longer. But. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna say it's a bad film because the guy's no. an asshole. Like there's many films where the main character is a fucking dick, and still, oh, I love them. Watch it. Yeah, <laughs> you know Ryan Gosling in Drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, massive dick. <laughs> well excited for Barbie. Just saying, mm. we didn't talk yeah, about me that. Too. So I'm gonna give. What am I giving it? Um, I'm gonna give it a six. Oh, better than average because it had me a bit more interested. But I feel like it just it was missing something. It was missing something. That makes sense. I went one below average. You went one over. Yeah. 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 I think it was just missing something to make it. You could have been like 15 more minutes as he's had a bit more darkness coming. Like it needed to go somewhere where it really didn't expect it. If you take the start of the film, compare it to the end, they wrap it up in a nice way. And I felt like, nah, keep going with mm. that kind of descent, as you said, like, but they didn't, they ended on a happy ending sort of. And it's like, okay, I guess fine. But yeah, maybe I just wanted it to be a horror film at the end of the day. There we go. I don't know. <laughs> You just wanted it to be the Joker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah, the last scene is him putting the makeup on. <laughs> it's like, yes. Mm. Well, either way. Uh, it's a nice surprise. I didn't expect it, so it's a nice surprise. So, well done, Andy. You've you've given a yeah. nice-ish surprise, I'd say. Congratulations. I've got the two highest films of the year so mm. far. Well, actually, just the one highest film. Depends All on right, don't get cocky. <laughs> Oh dear. He's laughing. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, I can't oh dear. be more of mine. We've had too many. It's only April. It's a Dan film. <laughs> oh no, but he was laughing. Oh no, everything's an oh no. He no matter what I say, oh no. No, that's true. <laughs> From 1996. Who are you? Me and And. It's Dan. It's me. I am so happy. This has finally come out the hat. This was in the fucking thing since day one of starting the podcast. I've referenced this many times with Andy and Penny's gone. What? Oh, God. We'll be watching in in two weeks time. The greatest film of all fucking time. The Rock starring Sean Conroy and Nicholas fucking Cage. Let's go. Yes. I'm only watching it. Fantastic. I'm only watching it if I can find my Alcatraz dinner plate and I'll eat my dinner. Oh my God. It's the best film of, I'm going to give it a 10 already. I'm spoiling (laughs) it. It's a 10. It's it's a 10. I'm slightly worried. I might also give it a 10. Again, I watched this two weeks ago. Why are you watching all the films? For fuck's sake. Well, I wasn't expecting it to come out of the hat. It's a classic. It's a staple in our house. I haven't watched one of my favourite films in almost three years because it's in the fucking hat because I'm worried it'll come out. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't put no, this in the true. hat. I didn't put that's Fast true. and Furious in the hat. That's why I watched them. That's, that's why true. I watched Equilibrium. <laughs> Turns out the films that I've been watching, Dan has been putting in the hat. Two are the same. Directed by Michael Bay. Oh, then I'll have seen a Michael Bay film, so then I'll know what the opposite is. Yeah, you'll you will see 1996 Michael Bay, and holy fuck, strap yourselves in. It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is possibly his magnum this is it's amazing it's absolutely stunning i love this film (laughs) some people will say the greatest film he's ever done was transformers Uh, but they're wrong (laughs) it's it's the rock (laughs) yes absolutely unless he did con air and i can't remember did you guys know that alcatraz means pelican yes i think so well now i'm just putting that out there that's for you mama bennett Right, we keep saying Alcatraz, we should explain what this film is. A mild manner, a chemist and an ex-con must lead the counter-strike when a rogue group of military men led by a renegade general threaten a nerve gas attack again from Alcatraz against San Francisco. As I said, this is Sean Conroy, Nicolas Cage, Ed Harris is in this as well. Uh, who else is famous? There's a couple of... Is there other famous people? Uh... The Rock is playing... John C. McGlinty, isn't it? From oh, Scrubs. he's from Scrubs. John C. <laughs> yes. McGinley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony, Tony Todd. Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love Alcatraz, though, so I'm excited. It's a fun place to visit. Well, you just right. love... You love the prison. Yeah, I've been there twice. It's really okay. cool. You get to go on a boat, right. and then you go and see the prison, and then okay. you well, listen to the history, and okay. you get... I bought a metal prisoner dinner plate, and I love it. Right. Pen, after this... Alcatraz will never be the same again after this. (laughs) (laughs) No. Absolutely flawless, this film. What I'm slightly worried about is that you'll be watching it going, oh, actually, that's not quite where the cells are. Oh, I don't think that's realistic. No, I don't remember. I don't remember that much. I was hungover when I went, if that helps. (laughs) Just just go into this film. No, I'm excited. With with a blank mind and allow it just to to wash over you and just... No, you don't. And and allow it to wash (laughs) over you and just... Take it all in because it, it's oh, quite an experience. Two hours sixteen, by the way. Enjoy oh. it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I reckon you should watch this with Papa Bennett and some. Absolutely, okay. that's not a bad idea. Because I think you'd enjoy it even mm. more in that. The scenario. the opening is one of the greatest openings of all time. It's it's so over the top. Mm. It's so ridiculous. It's yeah. the cliches. Get me the president. Oh, fuck, it's so good. It's so, so good. One of, one of the greatest films of all oh, time. I love it. I'm, I'm so excited to talk about it now. Okay. Then I'll get all the references. The Rocket in two weeks. Please, everyone watch it. You should have already watched it by now. It's the greatest film of all time. Penny, what is our social? Whew, sorry, had to yawn. Nothing to do with you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Very sleepy. Um, you yeah. can catch us, catch us, find us, see us interact with us on facebook and instagram at unusual suspects pod and on twitter at unusual podspect i'm at penny underscore photo pit can you do a sean conroy impression for no, two weeks I'm time andy or andy no no oh. i can't oh i'm sean connery and i hit women <laughs> well that was that was her a her, and a truly dreadful accent i just knew you would do that to dan <laughs> <laughs> it's fine he's I'm also a, dead dan talks a lot oh that oh, wasn't bad cigar. i remember cigar. i remember the day he died yeah i miss him no. he's great yeah i think it was uh well 
on the day he died, I watched The Rock because <laughs> I remember frantically messaging Dan saying, Dan, I need to watch The Rock. Where can I find it? I can't believe you didn't watch Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves just to see him in the last five minutes. On the same day, there was an Orthodox priest shot in, in Leon. Oh. What's so, your Twitter? You know, just for context. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, at Choices 21. More, more uh, insightful content like that. An Orthodox priest shot on the same day Don, John, Sean Connery died. Yep. Yeah. In Leon. In Leon. Yeah. Like the movie. Oh, it's a good day. You always remember where you are, I guess. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Good day. Good, good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he watched The Rock, that's why, which we'll be watching in two weeks' time. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> this is the biggest promotion I'm ever going to do for Film Out of the Hat for this particular film. It's like, please watch it. It's the greatest thing ever. You will regret not watching The Rock and then listening to us discuss it. Watch it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm going to say anymore. I don't have an intro. Well, bye, yeah, I don't have an outro. That was it. We don't no. need one. Do we? I think... Just, no, well, no. We just tell people to watch yeah. The Rock. What's we your favourite Sean Conroy film? Uh, genuinely, The Rock. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. It's The Rock. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>